happy Wednesday and happy hump day. If you didn't already know, today is the last and final episode of season one. If you've made it this far from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. You are officially a part of the Mad Girls Club. Today, I wanted to end this season with a few words from a wise woman. We've talked a lot about self-love independence, relationships, and family. And so I thought, what better way than to end this season on a positive note from someone who's gone through what we've gone through. So today I have Sam and I have Yolanda, but I'm going to let Sam take this one right now because she's going to go ahead and introduce Yolanda um, since they've met each other first. Hi, today we have Yolanda here. Yolanda is my cousin. She's very dear to my heart. She is owner and operator of Miche Hair Studio in Arlington, Texas, and she's going to be dropping gems today on the podcast. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> so tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. So Sam's saying that you have this hair studio I do. Um, I'm the owner and operator of Miche and Co Hair Studio. We are located in Arlington, Texas, off of 360 and um, Abrams Road. And I specialize in custom wig units, um, weaves, sew-ins, quick weaves, and clipping hair. So, how'd you like get started into the hair industry? I have always. Um, First of all, your hair looks real cute today. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. This is a custom unit made by me, and she's the queen of curls. If you go look at her TikTok, her Instagram page, the curls be popping. Yes, thank you. Um, I have. I've always been into hair. I love yeah. hair. I actually um, wanted to only go to beauty school when I graduated from high school, but my mom told me that that was not a real job. Mm. So instead, I went to college, and I'm just pursuing a passion that I've always had. Well, good so, thing you still ended up going that route. Yeah, this is what I call the second half. So that's good. Let them know what your um, at is so they can see your hair and all that stuff. My at, um, I'm on Instagram at Miche Hairco, on TikTok at Miche Hairco, and I'm on Facebook as Miche and Co. I'll drop all her information in the bio of this podcast if you guys are ever interested in looking at her hair. Um, but anyways, I like to start off the episode with an icebreaker because I feel like a lot of the times people who come in as first timers, they're a little nervous, you know. So I like to give them an icebreaker just so they can feel comfortable. And I actually didn't share this icebreaker question with you. <laughs> <laughs> so the icebreaker question is, if you could go back in time and give yourself one advice or tell yourself something what would it be I would probably tell myself to um be patient mm -hmm. don't be in such a rush to do things um take your time and get to know yourself first yeah that's for sure and you Sam oh I didn't know a question was for me too I was <laughs> like that's deep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Ooh, we if I could go back. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. <laughs> I could pull out a book. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I would say do things for myself, not for nobody else, not for, you know, make, make decisions based on what I want and where, where I plan to be. Yeah. Because I was just living day to day to day and not even thinking about next year, or years to come. So probably could have had a better plan. Yeah, for sure. For me, I feel like if I were to tell my something, I'd be like, relax, 
It's not that deep. Oh, Stop crying about it. Like you're gonna get past it. You know, it's you'll you'll be good. You'll be good. Like stop stressing yourself. Don't stress. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I can count all the many times I've cried for no reason. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, why'd you cry? <laughs> <laughs> look at you now. Why'd you do that? I know I was over there huffing and puffing on my knees, crying. <laughs> <laughs> Just booing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, how how's y'all's weekend? What did y'all end up doing this weekend? I went to a Mardi Gras party this weekend. That's peeled a fun. whole bunch of crawfish. Um, did you go? Is that in Dallas somewhere? No, my cousin had a party. She's oh, very okay. Mardi Gras is like her favorite holiday. They're gonna be in a. Uh, they're gonna have a float in this parade in New Orleans oh, this so year. Take that shit serious. Yes, <laughs> Layla's over there um, helping with decorations oh. for the float and. All the stuff that they're going to give out. It, it's going to be really cool. I wish I could go. You're not going to go? No, I'm not going to um, New Orleans this year, but oh. I should. I was robbed of my experience last year because <laughs> of COVID and this, the winter storm. I had to come back early. Yeah, That was such a bad weekend. Remember, I broke my phone. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> bad weekend. But it was fun. Like, <laughs> Okay, well, we I'm going to need a party with you one of these days. Ba- it was a bachelorette weekend party, so that's what we did. But the whole snowstorm that we had mm-hmm. l- this time last year, that's what we Okay, so the then I don't expect less for your bachelorette <laughs> party, right? A what? Your bachelorette party, I shouldn't expect less from you. Oh, no. yeah. Um, we falling in bushes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, all the shenanigans. Yes. All the That is so funny. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and get to these hot topics. Okay, so for the first hot topic, my question to you, Yolanda, is what advice would you give to a woman who is struggling to leave a man? Because I feel like in this whole um, season, a lot of people have been talking about like, oh, like, you know, I've just spent so much time with this man, you know, I'm, I don't want to leave them because I don't want to start over. Or I have a kid with this man. And you know, I just I can't do it alone or, you know, I just don't want to leave. There's always like something attached to why they don't want to leave a man, but they know they want to leave him. Just leave. (laughs) I feel like you have a lot to say. (laughs) Listen, just leave. You're just holding on to something that is not there. Just let it go. I believe people come in your life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And you're trying to make lifetime, you know, situations where, for people who only are supposed to be there for a season. Like, let it go. You're gonna look. You're gonna look back. 10, 11, 12 years, think about all the time you wasted with that person, not going to be with them anyway, and you probably passed the opportunity to have a really good life with somebody else. We just hold on to men hoping that they are going to change, hoping that they are going to Do you believe um, that men could better. change? Um, yeah, once they mature and learn how to be responsible men for themselves, but not for a woman. They're just going through whatever Whatever it takes for them to get what they want. Yeah, they'll change eventually, but somebody's going to suffer a whole bunch of heartbreak before they get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, they'll change, they'll grow up, they'll mature, you know, they'll get older, they'll slow down. It's just like, a, it's something that's going to happen naturally. It's not something that's So the that's question is, are you willing to stay for that? Leave. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> if, if, you, if you've thought about it, 
then you already know that's what you want to do. You're just trying to find a reason to stay. Yeah, that's your baby daddy. He's going to still be your baby daddy. That don't mean you have to be with him. Yeah, y'all been together a long time. So what? Just it's memories, experiences. Just let it go. Just move Just move on. You're going to regret it. You know, we do things at a young age. We're thinking that's our lifetime partner. I have seen so many um, young women, myself included, spend years and years and years with a man making excuses for him, trying to stay there, hoping he's going to change and do the right thing when in reality you just too scared that if he leave you he gonna end up with somebody he gonna be the man that you he should have been to you but he never was you basically just raised him to be a good man to another woman mm. yep mm-hmm. that's it right there so dang that sucks yeah just leave you know move on if it's meant to be it'll be yep that that is for sure anything you want to add to well that? i was gonna say what what does that entail? Like when we're letting go of somebody, what what steps would you take? You you're gonna like off. you're gonna get rid of all their stuff. Oh, you're gonna for sure. you're Don't blocking no them. Box. You unfriending no, them. What no, you doing? No, no, no. See, if you have to do all that, then you forcing yourself to let go. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to get rid of this stuff because when he go, he ought to be taking all this shit with him if that's what it is. <laughs> and if not, he didn't want it. So put that in the trash. You know, you're just forcing yourself to do something. Just don't do that. Don't. I think a lot of women, like, especially now with, like, today and social media and the way how big it is and, like, I mean, there's people that go out their way making fake profiles and still keep tabs on these people. Mm-hmm. They're too much energy. They um, still following all the friends, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on, yeah. or family, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the family. Kids, the ki- let it yes. go. If you have to do all those kind of things, you know that's just crazy. You hold, you just looking for excuses. Just let it go. That don't mean you have to block him. That don't mean you have to um, throw all this stuff away, burn all this stuff up. Talk bad about him, make him a crazy person. Just move on. If you mm-hmm. li- just just move on, go on about your business, and that's it. You're done with. If you made up your mind about that situation, it's over with. It don't take all that. I feel like a lot of women right now are probably listening to, to this saying, "Well, that's easier said than done." It is, but you really not. You think you hurt, but you really not hurt. Um, that is not the love of your life. It's not because I just don't think that love comes with that much stress. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not. And yeah, you you're young. Yeah, you're young. You grow up, then you grow out of people. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. And the person you are when you're young is not the person that you're going to be when you've matured and you start to make some life goals and some life decisions. That's mm-hmm. not that person. He was the one, or she was the one that was fun to you at the time and you just holding on to it because you don't know how to let go and you get so caught up in things so you don't know how to do anything on your own so you hold on to what's comfortable for you and that goes for friendships too true for sure you mm-hmm. grow out of friendships just because you were buddy buddy with them in elementary middle school and high school doesn't mean that you know they're still the right one for you when you grow up yeah and become an adult and, well, and just the different versions of yourself that you become throughout your life like i mean I'm 27, but I'm not the same person I was when I was 21. Oh, yeah. For you sure. know, or, you know, 18. Like, there's literally just so many things that happen there's along the way. things you go through that make you change your mentality and things like that. Yeah, for sure. But people who are meant to be in your life, they grow with you through those changes. Y'all do those changes together. You mature together. You laugh and you talk about it. When you get older, you sit around your kids and your grandkids, and you talked about all the crazy, foolish things that you were with your friend or your lover or your partner or your husband or wife that you did when you were younger. When people 
in your life for a lifetime grow through those things with you. They love you for who you are genuinely, so they know, already know the person that you're going to become, y'all friends, and they accept the good and the bad that comes with it. If they're there for a lifetime, if they don't and people can't respect that you're going to grow older and change and you're not going to always be the same version of the person that you met, those are people who are not meant to be in your life. Mm -hmm. I've had some friends tell me too, like, oh, you change. You're not who you used to be. And like, you know, like have this like, like this feeling like they don't want to be my friend no more. And before naive me would have been like really like how was i you know like i'm sorry but now i don't give a fuck right you can apologize for being you Mm -hmm. yeah i just grew out of you i'm sorry you stayed the same yeah and that's what that is (laughs) or different friends get different versions of you too like you Mm -hmm. got some friends you can share anything with and then you got some friends that like no i'm not gonna put you in all my business like that oh yeah for sure there's some friends i would not tell anything to now what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to find love while also comparing their life to others because there's single women out there you know they're like oh you know i'm running out of time or um you know i want to have kids all my friends are having kids or are living this happy life and you know taking vacations and buying houses you know i feel like a lot of women like to compare themselves to other women well mm-hmm. i think that if you spend your time focuses focusing on how someone else lives their life and how they do it then you miss out on the opportunity to build your own mm-hmm. mm. So you sitting around watching somebody else, you can have everything they have. Stop focusing on them and focus on you and do what you need to do to get where they are, if that's your goal. But you can't try to build a life for yourself when you study watching somebody else. It's like you just can't do that. Yeah. And you don't know what other people want or what they've been through to get the things that they have. And it's great. And maybe you will end up, maybe your, but your life may not necessarily be theirs. Might look good, but that just may not be your life. You might just end up being a piece of shit by nature. You just have to, you know, (laughs) accept that. Or you might just end up being a really good person and you just have to accept that. But that's not based on what you see somebody else do. You know, you're jealous and envious of other people and you probably could have had an even better life than that, but you can't see it because you're too blind trying to watch and look at what somebody Mm, else got. Pay attention to yourself. Focus on yourself. Do what you're supposed to be doing and everything that is meant for you will fall in line with you. Mm -hmm. My mom always told me, like everybody has a story there's a book of your life and you know that's just a chapter in your life you know that's your story like yeah you had a kid with somebody and maybe you're not with them anymore because that's part of your book you're not supposed to be with that person no more you got to wait for the next chapter and so on and so on Mm. it's so funny because I actually saw this um this I don't know if it was like a meme or like a post I think it was a post it said if there was a book that someone gave you of your life from beginning to end would you read it mm. yep yeah. <laughs> you know <what? laughs> yep who wrote the book somebody else wrote right <laughs> God wrote the book okay. just to see somebody else's perspective on your life so mm-hmm. what if you were writing a book about me Samantha you probably have a totally different view. No, this is a me. book of like your life. Like My life. the moment you get, came out of your mother's womb up until the day of your death. No, nobody wants to read that. <laughs> Would you want to read it? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. 
I enjoy going through all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. No, I don't want to know. What if you could just sneak peek, look at the book? <laughs> like, God, just give me one chapter. Just that if you look at the book, then something is going to change because you're going to see something in there that you either do or don't like, and you'll do something differently. Like, something's going to change. You would basically be rewriting it. Yeah. Well, I guess when you think about it that way, too, it's kind of like, man, well, how long am I going to stay in this situation? Or how long yeah. am I going to, you know, just continue whatever's going on? There was something that you told me this weekend, but I don't remember what it was. We were just talking and you had mentioned something like, like, you know, when when are we going to get over this this hump? You know, like, was it something like that? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it came to my mind, and then I was thinking, yeah, I wouldn't read the book. Uh, I'd read, like, <laughs> things before it, or, like, the beginning up until where I'm at, and then I just throw it away. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want I mean, to I remember it. those days. Yeah. Did I do that? You try to do something different. Mm. Then the outcome be different. And something you have now, you may not even have then. That's so true. That's why when you go see those ladies that tell your future – they tell you like, oh, oh you yeah, can change cards. It. Mm-hmm. Like this is what it is now, but it can be up to change and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not gonna get into the voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not gonna get into that. Have you ever gotten your cards read? No, no, no. <laughs> nope. I have a couple times, <laughs> but I ain't doing it no more. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to see. <laughs> see the trouble because somebody tell you oh this is gonna happen to you and in your mind you have already made up your mind that this is what's gonna mm-hmm. happen so you really start to you're navigate. waiting for yeah, it to happen you're waiting yep. for it to happen so you manifesting in your mind what this woman said is gonna happen you don't know for you're sure manifesting the wrong things, things. yep <laughs> need to manifest money <laughs> accomplishments mm-hmm. yep some peace some mm-hmm. happiness yep some yep. love yeah and okay so talking about that what are some red flags you think women should look for and do you believe in once a cheater always a cheater yes if you cheated you can't go from not being a cheater to being a cheater like you you cheated already so you cheated Mm -hmm. so you're always gonna be a cheater are you gonna do it again probably you will um maybe not nine times out of ten you will you'll just get better at doing it there's a saying that floats around too that says like if a man wanted to he would do you think that statement is true like if a man wanted to change for you he would no i don't no no i think that a man has to want to change for himself i think if he changes for you then he's not doing it for the right reasons it's going to be temporary and he's going to regret you for it And then things that happen are going to be your fault and not his because he didn't change. He just want to put it off on you. He did that for you. I did this for you. I did this for you. I did this for you. But what you going to do for yourself? And you got to put yourself first. So, no, I I, I believe that um, once a cheater, yes, always a cheater. Um, They'll just find different ways to do it. And that's male or female. Um, When my sister got married, I told her she was talking about her husband and different things that were going on. I told her cheating had come up in their marriage. And my words with her is that you should love him and trust him enough to know that he's going to always have your best interest at heart, that he's going to love you, take care of you, and to provide for you. But you should you are setting yourself up for failure if you put it into your head that he is never going to cheat. You're setting yourself up for some heartbreak, some heartache, because you've 
put a extremely high level of expectation on a man and he is only a man and cheat not because to intentionally hurt you or you know, just to do something bad towards you is just because that's what they're going to do. They, they mean, I mean, it's like a natural instinct. And it's most so times men do it that. to prove that they can. You've been with a man or a woman, and y'all have been together for years and years and years. And say, for instance, it's a man. He's an older man now. And you somewhere, and you see an attractive young woman. Half of what you do when you approach women like that is to see if you still can. And if you can, then you're going to run with it for as long as you can. Probably going to let it jeopardize your home, but you're going to do it for as long as you can until you get caught. And then you're going to apologize. You're going to beg for forgiveness. And I'm not going to do it anymore. And you probably won't for about three weeks. But as soon as he or she calls, hey, I miss you, I haven't seen you, then you're going, you're just going to find a sneakier way to do it. It takes about 15 minutes to get a piece of pussy. You can do it on your way to work, getting off work, on your run to the store. Mm-hmm. It don't take long at all. Same thing goes for a woman. And when people do stuff like that, that's what they want to do. Not that I don't think it's anything personal. It's just human nature. Yeah. I have a guy friend, and when he said these words to me, it has been engraved in my head. And He's he has a girlfriend and he had cheated on his girlfriend and I the girlfriend is my friend too. And so I had asked him like why would you do something like that? And then the the words that came out of his mouth, he said because I'm a guy. He said that's what I that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I was like okay, <laughs> that's what they do. I was like okay, I was like well and that's just because they've been programmed and conditioned to do that. You know, men can cheat, women can. It's like a double standard. He can cheat, get caught, beg for your forgiveness. But when you do it, oh no! Oh, End of the world. End of the world. He is distraught. He's gonna kill everybody. You're a the hoe. Idea, you, 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 I'm gonna tell everybody you a hoe. Yeah. The idea of somebody else doing to you, or you doing to somebody else, the things that y'all do together is too much for any man or woman, especially when you're young, because you're really driven by. You know, other feelings. Yeah. You know, it's egos. No, sex, really. When you're younger, it's sex. Mm-hmm. You you take you mistake sex for love because it's really good and you like him and, and you start to experience first things with him and oh I love him and oh he's just I, I love I love him. Oh I, I I just don't know what I'm gonna do without him the dick. I'm telling you, but it just be good dick. That's what it, that's all it is. It's good dick. And good dick and problems do not add up. Once you start getting all that good dick, then you turn around, oh, he don't like to work. He don't clean up. He don't cook. Mm-mm. What, so what are red flags that you would, that you now, you know, that you see and you're like, oh, no. Mm-mm. He don't like to work. He don't clean up. He don't cook. He's not motivated to do much anything. You know, I think at at this age right now, I think that a man should lead, you know. And if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to lead me somewhere? Mm -hmm. You have to be grounded. You have to know something and be confident and sure of something and yourself if you want to lead me if you want to be in a relationship with me if you want to marry me if you want to have kids with me and women don't look at that when they're younger they look at cute Mm -hmm. nice car Mm -hmm. he can take me out to eat oh he's swaggy but his (laughs) mom washing his clothes and all you know all all kind of stuff that's what you look at and the sex you know so good so you know he just doing things y'all doing things and having a good time and then as soon as they run out you look at him like oh he's sorry he don't Mm -hmm. like to work 
He don't want to be just sitting around here. He don't want to do nothing. He ain't got no money. When the money run out, he just broke. He can't find no more. He don't know how to get it anymore. Won't stay on the job. <laughs> Seriously. Won't stay on the job. All that. He just laying around just fucking. And that's what y'all doing. Broke and fucking. That's mm-hmm. it. And then you just get tired of it. Yeah. But think about all the time. You should think about all the time that you've wasted. You know, just sitting around waiting on that. Something to change. Well, I think that when you're in your 20s to your 30s, you make decisions then that you're going to carry for the rest of your life. And I don't, I think young ladies and young men now don't think about those decisions. They don't make them, you know, that's what determines what your life is going to be is how you live those years, the experiences you get, the heartbreak you get. Um, When a man gets his heart broken enough, he's going to start to pick better women. Mm -hmm. When a woman gets beat on and downtrodden and disrespected enough, she's going to start to pick different men. But in the process of all that happening, I think you have to know something about yourself, um, who you are Mm -hmm. as a person, what you like and what you don't like. And once you do that, you'll probably start to make better decisions regarding the mates that you have in your life. Sometimes you just just should live. You know, women think they always have to have a man, but you don't. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get out of high school, go to college and turn around and have three or four babies. It's like a million and one things that you mm-hmm. can do with your life. Why would you just want to start it off with all of that responsibility? Like yeah, why would you want to so do true. it? And you haven't lived and you haven't experienced anything. Like you should experience everything you think you could ever want to experience between your twenties and your early thirties. Mm-hmm. And you should be working hard and setting some kind of plan and making a goal. You know, we, just rush to be adults too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely. I, I obviously I have a son, but I don't regret him one bit. Love him to pieces. But if I could have, you know, lived my life a little bit more, you know, that would have been great. Mm-hmm. So like, not even knowing what life was yeah, when you had like, him, like, or just, you know, me too. I have uh, late. We had our kids at the same time mm-hmm. at same points in our life. Like mm-hmm. we met at the same points. Mm-hmm. In our life, that's so crazy just to look back and we're both like in the same situation. But, um, yeah, like you don't you don't even know what you want out of life, where I you're think, going. Yeah, girls like, our age are just like boy crazy. Love, he loves know? me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like all the feelings, all and, the feels. And he don't, though. He do yeah. not love you. He love having sex with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, really. <laughs> I had my son when I was 16, you know, it was my responsibility, you know, a blessing, but my mistake, it wasn't for anybody else to take care of him and raise him Mm -hmm. and provide for him. So I did what I had to do. And I was married at a young age and working at a young age, being completely responsible and an adult at a young age. And then when I decided that I just wanted to live, I just wanted to go to a bar with my friends and drink and get drunk, but I was married and I was a mother, and then that was a problem for him. But he was older, so you had the opportunity to do some of those things. I never mm-hmm. got that chance. So I just think, you know, I would have made a lot of different decisions. You know, I would have done a whole bunch of things differently had I been, not been in such a rush to be an adult yeah. and be responsible. It's not all it's cracked up to be. I think college is great. Go to school four years, wake up when you want to, go to a class, make your own schedule. You party and you meet people from all over the world. Your husband is going to be at college somewhere or whatever trade you decide to do. Whatever you do in your formative years or your 20, that's where you're going to meet your husband, your soulmate. That's what 
It's going to determine what kind of man or woman that you have. It's going to make, it's the foundation for everything else that goes on. So I would be wise in making some of those decisions. And then just take some time just to be by yourself. Learn how to love yourself, masturbate a little bit. Nobody <laughs> feels like really, yeah. you know, to make yourself have an orgasm. And then you realize, like, I really don't need him. Like, he's really not doing that much. It's good, <laughs> but, you know, really not that much. And it'll make a difference in the type of decisions that you make. So I yeah. think you should just be wise. For women out there who have kids, um, do you think that it's easier for a child to um, understand or how do, how would I with this? Do you think it's easier for them to like leave a man when the child is younger or older? I mean, or what, does it not matter? What difference does it make? Like, why would you want to? Why would you stay with a man or a woman and be unhappy with them, knowing you know that your like your kids are going to watch everything that goes on in the house and they can tell. So they basically feed off you. So if you unhappy and miserable, you're gonna have unhappy miserable and neglected kids because you don't have time to focus on your kids and nurture them because you're too busy trying to argue and fix stuff that's always broken because you're with somebody that you really shouldn't be with in the first place. Mm-hmm. Whether that's your baby dad or not, so what? It was a moment of sex and you end up getting pregnant. It's not like it was planned anyway because if it was, y'all probably would be married by now. Like there is nothing wrong with dating a man and having him marry you and then have kids. Um, we should get back more into the institution of marriage and families as opposed to just being a single mother and a baby mama all the time that shit is tacky you're looking Mm -hmm. like a tacky slut around here with all these different kids and baby daddies and shit and when you get to your 30s and you walking around here with three or four kids and then you decide that you wanted you a decent good man he is not going to be want to be bothered with you because you have too much baggage and he cannot afford you and all those kids with all those different baby daddies and all (laughs) those different problems and dramas that come with you should really think about that and then you have to deal with that sorry ass dude for 18 plus years for the rest of your life and you just looking at him rolling your eyes trying to figure out how you slept with him and got pregnant for him anyway he nasty (laughs) broke down and dirty i'm trying to figure out why you slept with him without a condom on girl (laughs) words from the wise ladies and gentlemen don't do that (laughs) really now, if there is any advice that you have, you know, that you feel like you can tell these ladies, um, but I feel like you've done a great job at already giving thank you, thank some you. advice <laughs> and preaching to these ladies, because this is what we're trying to do moving into season two. We're going to stop talking about relationships and self-love, because if you're listening to the episode now and you are here towards the end, like you should already get it by now, like what we're trying to tell you, you know, so we're moving on to this year, um, talking about different topics. Topics and you know we should be trying to self love each other or ourselves now. So if there's any like left that you, any leftover <laughs> advice you have <laughs> that you want to give these ladies because we're we're ready we're ready to um, care about ourselves and the future mm-hmm. and get into some girl boss moves now. I would tell you to love yourself. Know who you are and know your worth. That you are worth. Much more than any man or woman could say that you are, and nobody can determine that but you. Just, you know, believe in yourself and and get up and make something happen. Like, hard times come, but they don't last. It's okay. You know, you just have to be able to let things go. Stop holding on to things and carry them on. You're going to look back over those situations that you thought had broke you down and think, oh, that wasn't that bad. 
like you made it through it. Just love yourself. Love yourself first. You cannot properly properly love someone else if you don't love yourself first. On that note, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. It means so, so much to me that you guys have been with me since the beginning. And if you haven't been with me since the beginning, I'm so glad you're still even here. I have so much I want to do for season two. I'm not sure when it will be released yet, but follow the Mad Girls Club on all social platforms at the Mad GC. Don't forget, you can also still send your dilemmas in for season two at themadgirlsclub.com. All the links you need will be in the description of this episode show Yolanda some love on her IG and as always take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast and also don't forget tell your friends your neighbors your tia abuelas whoever to listen to the Mad Girls Club I love you guys so much bye, bye.